0: My friends, today is the day. The Flex of Gold journal is here, and I am frankly giddy with excitement because I know this journal will transform your outlook on motherhood and help you see the joy and beauty in your daily life. I want every single mother in the 3 and 30 community to have one, and I'm so excited that it's now available to purchase as a pre-order at 3 and 30 podcastcom slash flexofgold. It will be delivered to you before christmas so you can give it as gifts and be ready to start this new journaling habit for the new year i plan to sell this journal forever more but i could only order a limited quantity for this first production run of the journal and the next batch won't be ready until after the new year so if this is something that you know you want to get started on right away don't wait Go to 3 30 podcastcom slash flex gold today to make sure you snag one of these first edition copies, which also include a special limited time discount to celebrate this big launch. You are going to hear so much more about the concepts and gratitude practices at the heart of this journal in today's episode. And I know that the takeaways will bless your life, whether or not you ever purchase a journal. These concepts are universal. So let's dive in. This is episode 156, The Key to Finding Joy as a Mother, Even When It's Really Hard. Welcome to 3 and 30, a podcast for moms who want to create more meaning in motherhood. Each 30-minute episode will feature three doable takeaways for you to try at home with your family this week. I'm your host, Rachel Nielsen. Thank you so much for being here. I want to start today's episode with a motherhood experience you might relate to. It was written down in my journal in January of 2015, and I'm going to read it word for word to you. This is what I wrote. Last night was one of those nights. Sally has a bad cough and was up multiple times, needing to be rocked and soothed. I ended up just sleeping in the recliner in her room, holding her against my chest because it was the only way she could get comfortable. When she wasn't awake, Noah was wailing because his nose is stuffy wailing because the hallway light wasn't on wailing because he couldn't find the blue lego in his bed yes the blue lego <laughs> when he came wandering into sally's room at six fifteen a.m to inform me that he'd wet the bed because obviously that would happen after the night we'd had i felt utterly defeated especially when i remembered that our dryer is broken and the new one hasn't shipped yet i am in one of those seasons of motherhood where everything feels heavy I'm trying to hold on to the wise words that my friend Saren loosely told me recently. In motherhood, the hard moments sometimes outnumber the beautiful moments, but the beautiful moments always outweigh the hard moments. I have to say, I'm finding Saren's insight to be true. Because even after our night of disasters, when Noah climbed up into the recliner with me and Sal, damp pants and all, I felt inexplicably content and peaceful with my groggy babies in my arms. How does one lovely moment somehow outweigh all of the hard moments that came before it? I don't know the answer, but I am so grateful, and I want to do a better job of noticing the good in the midst of the hard. I want to start writing it down more often so I can really focus on it. Isn't it so fun that I have that moment written down and I can look back on it? Little did I know then that this epiphany of the power of focusing on moments within motherhood would absolutely change my life and be foundational to pulling me out of some of the hardest, most discouraged seasons of my motherhood. This came to mind when I was asked to speak at an online conference for moms called the I Am Mom Summit several years ago. When I was contemplating a topic for my presentation, I decided to focus on the power of noticing and even writing down beautiful moments as a mom, even in our toughest times. After my presentation, I was surprised to get emails from dozens and dozens of women asking which specific journal I used to write down my golden memories. This was hard for me to answer because I actually hadn't found the perfect journal that I loved and would heartily recommend, and I had tried several. So in the end, I sent these moms a link to what I considered to be a pretty good option, But I realized then and there that I needed to develop a a one-line-a-day journal that incorporated all of the things that would make it perfect for moms. It took me over two years to create this journal, but as you know, I finally did, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity I had to speak at the I Am Mom Summit and to hear from those moms who attended and wanted a journal like this, because that is what gave me the inspiration to create the Flex of Gold journal for you. I'm going to share my I Am Mom Summit presentation today, but first I want to tell you the other thing that helped me tremendously when I was struggling with overwhelm and even depression in my early motherhood, and that is going to counseling. As I hope you know, this month's sponsor is BetterHelp, the world's largest provider of therapy done 100% online. Online therapy is a perfect option for busy moms because you can schedule appointments at a time and pace that works for you and your family. With no need to line up childcare or drive to and from appointments, You can just get the kids settled in for quiet time or turn on a movie for them and head to your bedroom for a counseling appointment via video or phone call. You can also text with your counselor throughout the week if you need support or guidance as you work to apply new ways of thinking. BetterHelp is also more affordable than traditional face-to-face therapy, and financial aid is even available for those who qualify. Therapy is always an investment, and it's 100% worth it, I might add. But BetterHelp makes it more possible for anyone who is struggling to get the help that they need. They're also offering 3 and 30 listeners 10% off your first month with the code 3 and 30 So don't go another day overthinking whether or not you should invest in counseling. If you often feel stressed, discouraged, depressed, angry, confused, or anxious, it's time to take action. I know it could change your life just as it has changed mine. Go to betterhelp.com slash 3 30 that's better, dot com slash three and thirty. And now here's my presentation from the twenty eighteen I Am Mom Summit, how to find joy as a mom, even in the hardest times. Here we go. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the I Am Mom Summit. I'm Rachel Nielsen. I am the host of the parenting podcast, Three and Thirty Takeaways for Moms. It's a weekly show, and each episode is 30 minutes long and has three actionable takeaways, hence three in 30, that families can try that same week. I love hosting the show. I am a former high school English teacher, and when my babies were born and I decided I wanted to stay home with them more, I missed this part of me that was a teacher, and so I started doing the podcast as a little hobby, and it's grown really fast, and it's been so exciting, and I love Community that's formed around it. Um, Like I mentioned, I'm a mother of two and I call them my two miracle babies. Noah is seven and he is adopted, and Sally is four and she was conceived with IVF. So it was a journey for us to get our babies. And that a little bit leads into what I'm going to talk about in the summit. So my topic is the key to finding joy in motherhood, even when it's really hard. And this topic is really personal to me because. After that long fight to become a mother, I finally got these miracle babies after years of infertility, and I really found that I wasn't that happy, and I wasn't finding that much joy in my day-to-day life. And that bothered me because I desperately wanted to find joy in these hard moments with my kids. I think especially when children are little, when they need so much from us as mothers, it can feel so hard to find joy when you're dealing with diapers and tantrums and crying and sleepless nights. And that really started to weigh on me heavily. And I knew that I needed to find some strategies to feel more joy in my daily life. And so I discovered what I actually believe is the key to finding more joy in motherhood. And I feel like, can I really say that? Can I really say that there is one key to finding more joy in motherhood? But I think that there is. And that is to focus on moments with your kids, to focus on beautiful, perfect moments. Even if the rest of the day is kind of a train wreck, if you can find one moment every day and really hone in on it and savor it, that one moment will expand and magnify and help you to feel much more joy as a mother. Now that may sound simple, but I actually have three takeaways, which is always my brand promise. To help you to do that better, to hone in on those moments and cherish them better. And I wanted to start with one of my favorite parenting quotes, some of the best parenting advice I ever received when I was that new mom struggling. And that is from Saren Loosley. She is one of the co founders of Power of Moms. She also is the founder of Power of Families, and her parents are Richard and Linda Eyer, who you may have seen as keynotes at this conference. She's an amazing woman. And I heard her speak and she said that sometimes in motherhood, often in motherhood, the hard moments outnumber the perfect moments, but the perfect moments outweigh the hard moments. I'm going to say that again. The hard moments outnumber the perfect moments, but the perfect moments outweigh the hard moments. And I really took that to heart and I started practicing little strategies in my life to try to give even more weight to those perfect moments so that they could anchor me and get me through the hard, long days that I was having as a mother. So I have three strategies for how you can give more weight to perfect moments in your motherhood and let those get you through the hard times. So the first takeaway I have for you is to use your five senses to absorb a perfect moment. So this takeaway actually comes from when my older sister was struggling with severe postpartum depression. She was seeing a counselor and the counselor told her that when she was in a great moment with her children, particularly with her newborn baby, that she should go through the five senses mentally and check in with herself and hone in on each of the five senses. So she's holding her baby and it's a really peaceful moment and she, instead of just saying, oh, this is nice and moving on. She says, okay, what do I see right now? I see my baby's long eyelashes against her cheeks. What do I smell right now? Soft baby skin, that perfect smell. And you just drink it in on that baby. I feel the weight of the baby against my chest. I feel our hearts beating together. I hear the sounds of quiet in my home for once because everybody else is asleep. So you go through all five and taste is in there too, which made me laugh because we have a problem in my family with cute aggression, we call it, where like, we just want to like gnaw on things that are really cute. (laughs) And so and like, taste in the scenario with the newborn baby, like that one doesn't really fit unless you're going to just munch on that little baby and munch on their cheeks, which we do in my house, but only lovingly. So her counselor told her that if she activated her five senses, that she would feel so much more present in that moment. And that moment would anchor her Through the hard moments from the rest of the day. And my sister found that to be extremely true. So, my challenge to you is that when you recognize that you're in the middle of a perfect moment, which sometimes I think we do, like all of a sudden the stars align and like all of our kids are playing really nice together, there's music going. We look around and we're like, wow. Or like you have a great moment around the dinner table or you're out on a family walk. And the sun is setting and everybody's up ahead and you're holding hands with your spouse or whatever it might be. And you just, we have those moments where we realize this is a great moment. Stop, pause, appreciate it, savor it. Or as I said in this takeaway, absorb it. I was wondering which verb to use. Like, Should I say use your five senses to savor a perfect moment? I chose the verb absorb. I'm an English teacher, so I get geeky about these sorts of things to absorb the moment, because then when you absorb something, it stays with you, and you, it really sinks in. So so stop what you're doing. Like, Don't rush by that moment. Put down your phone. Be really present and breathe it in. That's my first takeaway for giving weight to the perfect, even if they're rare, moments in your day as a mom. Use your five senses. Okay, my second takeaway is to write down At least one perfect moment from each day in order to relive it. And now hear me out. I know not everybody are writers. That's easy for me to say because I love to write. But even if you don't love to write, current research in positive psychology shows that when we remember a beautiful moment, and particularly when we take the time to write about it, it's something with neuropathways and writing it's as if we are reliving that moment. Like our bodies experience the sensations for a second time. So as I write about my son running off of the school bus and he has his wild hair and he comes running for me with his arms open, I feel the joy of that moment again. And when you write, don't just write, Noah was excited to see me when he got off the school bus. Use those sensory details, his wild hair, the weight of his body against you as he hugged you, his hand in yours that was soft and warm, and include those sensory details as you write about that moment each night. And it will be as if you are reliving that moment and it will make the memory more permanent and give that moment more weight. So you don't have to be a beautiful writer to do this. I know for some people, they're like, write about it, sensory details, what? I wanted to show you some of my systems. So I, this is just a sheet of paper that I have that says, moments I have been grateful for lately. But I pulled this out of my journal from 2000. It was April 2016. I literally got a white sheet of paper and just sat down and wrote down some moments that I'd noticed. And I think I did one per day on the sheet. Like I just kept this by my bed and I would just add one each night during the month of April. Um, I didn't do it every single day in April, I think it's even more beneficial if you do it every single day. But if that's too much, just do it occasionally to get yourself back in that positive mindset with parenting. So April 2016, I just wanted to read you one that I wrote down. I wrote down, today I started singing along to a song playing on my phone and kind of dancing. Sally immediately looked up from the toy she was playing with and looked so utterly delighted as she watched me. So I picked her up and danced with her, spinning and swaying and singing and giggling together. It was a perfect moment. Now, I happen to know that 2016 was an incredibly rough time in my motherhood story. Sally was about two then. Noah was five. And I really think that was the hardest time for me. They both needed me so much. Neither of them was in school yet. It was just all day, long, hard days. But look at how I was able to isolate a beautiful moment, write about it. And when I read that, I feel like I'm reliving it. And I feel grateful all over again that I get to be a mom. Um, Another method that you can use for writing down about a beautiful moment. This is new to me and I love it. It's called a one line a day journal. And it's similar to a gratitude journal, which I've kept gratitude journals for years. But I love this one because it has a place in it. For you to write a memory for five years. So 2019, then 2020, 21, 22, 23. And it will all be something that happened on February 16th on each of those years. So cool. So next year, when I come to this spot, I'll be able to read the moment from last year as I add my moment from this year. And what I would recommend with these types of journals is that you include those sensory details, like I said. And really isolate one perfect moment with your kids and write it down each day. Instead of just writing what you did that day, we went to the play place, we went out to dinner, whatever, which honestly is going to be kind of boring to reread in future years. Instead, use it as an opportunity to write down a moment that you want to remember. So here's some examples from mine from this year. So February 15th, 2019, I wrote Sally's Prayer Tonight, colon, quote, super simple. I'm grateful for my life, the world, my heart, and my love. Amen. (laughs) She's so dramatic. It kills me. So I just wanted to remember that little hilarious prayer that she said. I'm grateful for my love. Um, And then on February 16th, I wrote down, Ryan got the kids, Ryan's my husband, Ryan got the kids some stretchy exercise bands, and they were pumped about working out during our family scripture time. Sally was over in the corner doing her own version of yoga, and Noah was doing lunges and running stairs. Not very reverent, but super hilarious. So now next year when I read that, I am going to be reminded of that memory, and I'm going to laugh, and I'm going to think, I'm so grateful to be a mom. And even in the moment, I think it helps you to bring more joy, because as you're thinking about what you're going to write down that night, you start to notice more. So like during my days now, I'll think that's going in the gratitude journal tonight when my kids say or do something funny or there's a perfect moment. So that's takeaway number two, to write down one perfect moment from every single day. And that will help those moments become more obvious and apparent to you as you go along through your day. Third takeaway is to share perfect moments with the people that you love the most. So basically to talk about perfect moments. And I think that this is really effective if you make it a ritual or a habit so you remember to do it more often. So if you have a set time and place when you do it, it's going to be much more likely to happen every day. You might do it as a ritual with your spouse before bedtime. So as you're both climbing into bed, and if you write in your journal or not, even if you don't write in your journal, but one thing that I do is sometimes i will that's my time to write. I'll get into bed. I'll write down my moment, but then I share it with Ryan. And it's a way for us to connect. It's also what you say becomes true, and what you talk about a lot becomes true. And so, if you are every single day consciously talking about a perfect moment and laughing with your spouse about it, then You're going to start to believe that you have a really loving, fun, funny family and that you are so grateful to be parents. Another ritual time or place that you could do this would be at dinner. I know a lot of us will talk about sharing highs and lows. This is similar, but really invite your family to talk about a moment, not just like, I'm grateful for school today, but to tell you a moment from that day. And if you wanted to, you could even have this at the dinner table and you could keep a little family journal. You don't have to be a high achiever to do this. Just at dinner time, just say, "What's everybody's perfect moment or their golden moment?" I think you could even do something fun where you do a toast with it. So, like, you all go around and you share your moment, and then you're like, "Here, here, here's to sliding down the slide at recess or whatever," and you all toast. That could be a silly or fun thing to do. Maybe not every time, but occasionally, or maybe every time. So that is takeaway number three is to talk about perfect moments with the ones that you love because then that becomes your reality and you'll be looking for those things and you'll be excited to share them with each other. I wanted to end with a little story that I think illustrates the importance of focusing on moments really perfectly. And it comes from a religious sermon that I heard a few years ago by M Russell Ballard and he told the story of a young miner who heard about the California gold rush, he was excited to go and earn his fortune. And so he went down to California and he spent his days mining by the river with his little 10 digging in, trying to find gold. And as the days passed and the days passed and he wasn't seeing any golden nuggets, he was just getting these big rocks, tossing them to the side, so discouraged. He thought, there is no gold in this river. And this is a waste. Like everybody promised me Sparkling gold, and that's not what I'm finding here. And there was an elderly prospector who had a lot more experience and wisdom who was nearby. And the young miner said to him, Look, there's no gold here. And the elderly prospector looked at the pile of rocks beside the young guy and said, Oh, there's gold here. You just need to know where to look for it. And so he cracked the rocks and he opened them up. And inside of the rocks, there were tiny little flecks of gold. And the young miner looked at those and he thought, whatever, like he, he said, I want big golden nuggets. And he looked at the prospector had a belt that looked like it was just bulging. It was heavy and bulging with gold. Young miner said, I want big nuggets like what you have in your pouch. And the prospector opened up his pouch and showed the young miner that all that was in his pouch was a collection of thousands and thousands of tiny flecks of gold. I love that story because I think it illustrates this point so well. Sometimes in motherhood, I think that we are expecting these big golden moments, these dazzling, sparkling moments every day, all the time. And that's just not how motherhood works. Um, Sometimes we have to look a little deeper, crack open those hard, rocky times, and look for the little flecks of gold. But if we are consistently doing that every day and gathering our flecks and putting them in our pouch... Eventually, that pouch is going to be very weighty and bulging with beautiful, sparkling flecks of gold, these beautiful, sparkling moments that we've shared with our family. And that pouch will be really giving us weight and anchoring us to get through the hard moments and the hard times that we have with our families. I hope that that story resonates with you. I hope that you will be looking for flex of gold with your family and in your life and teaching your kids to look for their own flex of gold. And that this key of really honing in and absorbing beautiful moments, even in the hardest stages of motherhood, will give you a lot more joy. I'm really grateful for your time today. And I just want to end with that quote by Saren Loosley, sometimes in motherhood. The hard moments outnumber the perfect moments, but the perfect moments will always outweigh the hard moments. Thank you for listening in today and learning about the concepts I use to develop the Flex of Gold Journal. Here's a quick recap of the three major takeaways from this episode about focusing on moments as the key to finding more joy in your motherhood. First, use your five senses to absorb a perfect moment. When a beautiful moment with your kids is happening, notice it. Drink it in, put your phone away and tap into all five senses to really make it last. Second, write down at least one perfect moment each day in order to relive it. And as you're writing, don't forget to include those sensory details to make the memory come alive. And third, share perfect moments with the people you love most. Make it a habit to regularly share your moments with your partner as you get into bed at night or with your kids as you gather around the dinner table. This habit will build the relationships and unity within your family. If you would like a concrete and easy place to keep track of the beautiful moments happening in your life, I know just the journal for you. (laughs) And not only is it practical, it's also super beautiful and it's an heirloom quality that you'll want to pass on to your children. I created this journal to be a tool to help you gather the golden moments in your motherhood and truly absorb them, and I want you to have one. If you couldn't quite picture what I meant when I described a one-line-a-day journal in that presentation, go to 3 and 30 podcastcom of flexofgold where you'll see a video walkthrough of one of these journals. I know you're going to love the unique three-year format and the monthly mindfulness tips that I wrote as focus points for each month of the year. This journal is a piece of my heart and I can't wait for you to begin using it within your motherhood. As always, I love you, I'm rooting for you, and I hope you have a beautiful week with your family.